The Hornets find a new way to lose, but also an all too familiar way to lose. We do give you a Terry Rozier appreciation segment. Then we talk about the rookie battle last night between Brandon Miller and Jaime Jaquez. All today with Nada Edwards on Locked On Hornets. You are Locked On Hornets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. In a minute, cuz we live. We live. <laughs> It's Locked On Hornets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Thanks for making us your first listen. We're free and available anywhere you get your podcast, and that includes YouTube. That's Nada Edwards. You can check him out. That's not Doug Branson. That is very different than Doug Branson. That is Nada Edwards. You can find him on his podcast, Ion College Basketball, with Matt Norlander and Gary Parrish. He's the producer of that pod, maybe the go-to college basketball podcast that there is. So maybe. We appreciate it. I, I was about to say, I think maybe. so. Like, I apologize. That was disrespectful. Very. Is it absolutely is the college basketball podcast if you care about college basketball? This episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app today and you can create an account. Use code Lockdown NBA for $20 off your first purchase. Uh, again, that is Game Time app and you can use code Lockdown NBA for $20 off your first purchase. I'm Walker Mail. You can also listen to me, WFNZ, every weekday from 12 to 3 p.m. All right, not it's been a while, but let's get to it. Let's talk about the old familiar loss that the Charlotte Hornets suffer once again. It was close. It's to the Miami Heat. I don't know if Hornets fans are happy that it was a close loss or more angry because it is Miami. Like, shout out to Smoke, the producer of the Kyle Bailey show, because that guy <laughs> hates the Heat more than anybody that yes, I know. Yes. and he's texting me last night and he's saying i like plenty of curse words in the text message i bleeping hate the heat i can't stand it here they're gonna win they're gonna get all the calls at the end of the game once again and then they're gonna lose because they're gonna win by only two points and it's gonna hurt more but this is how it works this is how we do it this is what this This is is who we are Mm -hmm. this is exactly who we are because let's let's start this off Let's start, like, stop me if you've heard this before, which really don't stop me right now. But, (laughs) like, early turnovers, shooting themselves in the foot, almost, I would call it a complete cheddar bob situation right now, where you're (laughs) going to shoot yourself in the leg with your own gun because you can't stop turning the ball over. We're we're not even going to get into the defensive lapses from three from the first quarter alone. Mm -hmm. There's also the whole... And there's going to have to eventually be a conversation and it might have to be y'all. And I want y'all to call me when we have this conversation about who Miles Bridges is in 2023, 2024 on the court only. But that guy will lose. That guy will lose keys in in a phone booth at this point. That's how (laughs) bad his defense is. This team manages to shoot themselves in the foot in every possible way. And then, oh, yeah, they're going to remember hey, we'd like to win these games because we're six games under 500. At some point, I would like to see a complete game. I just don't think this is the crew to do it. And it keep, and the sad part is, this is like the Miami Heat have one of the benches that you can definitively say the Hornets are more talented than. But the difference, the difference is they care about the details. Unfortunately for JT Thor, and Bryce McGowan's uh, and and Bryce has been better, 
But at some point, you got to start caring about the details. And I hate that I'm sounding like 55 years old when they do this. But damn it, Walker, they're bringing Mm -hmm. it out of me. No, we're bringing on the old man to the pod because we do need that paternal instinct. And you're right. They did shoot themselves in the foot. They also let that dude from Leave it to Beaver lead the heat in scoring with Duncan Robinson going for 24. Not only did he hit a bunch of three-pointers, but also Duncan was able to take Brandon Miller off the dribble a couple of times. And so the perimeter defense, it wasn't very good. And that's how the heat were able to shoot 43% from three. And the closeouts weren't great. Steve Clifford made some comment about that last night. Also, like even the last play, not a, you're, you're totally right in bringing up the early game woes. But that last play, there's there seemed like enough time left to get something better than a Terry Rozier falling down heave from half court. And we're going to have a Terry Rozier appreciation segment. That's going to exist because I thought he was very good, especially offensively. I think he battled like this guy was actually trying to box out when there are other players out on the perimeter. Terry's at least attempting to with Jimmy Butler, who was attempting to play defense, which is much more than about seven other guys on this roster right now. But all that to say, yeah, you have the early game woes. And then even the last play where Terry Rozier is catching the basketball, running towards the opposite baseline, Mm -hmm. already just ruining momentum, ruining any kind of momentum to get going to your basket. And then you have a half court heave. There's enough to even have a couple of passes, but certainly one go off of a screen, kick to somebody else that maybe can come off of another screen and then shoot whatever, right? That was not a good play to give yourself a chance. You could have had a legitimate shot and instead there's a half court shot. Like that that's the kind of stuff that's just, you know, you you want to pull your hair out because When's it's like- so frustrating. If you look back at that play, you know who's wide open oh, for no. at least two dribbles and a three? Who is Miles it? Miles Bridges. Was it? Okay. He's, wide, yeah. he's trailing. His hand is up. There's no one within at least three, four feet of him. He <laughs> would have gotten a really, really good shot. Well, and I don't Terry even know if Terry can it. see him, Nada, just because There's, he's got his back turned. Like at, that's at least all, yeah. half the problem. Yeah, right. It's half the problem. So that that's some of the frustration here. Yeah, not I know it, what what have what's been the identity of this team for you? Like is is it the Cheddar problem Bob. they don't have Ch- one? Cheddar. It's okay. All right. Cheddar Bob. It it really <laughs> is at some point like you get tired like we all have that friend that is the designated screw up that you mm. want to at some point see them grow up and you know what happens? They never grow up. They end up being the screw up that continues to ask you for $25 via Venmo or Zelle, however you want to do it. That's I'm sorry about my show. latest request, by the way. You can ignore that. Uh, oh, I already have. I already deleted okay. and ignored okay. it and right. I've moved on. Sorry. But at the same point, like, this is where we are. Like, this is who they are. They're the screw up. They're the team that at this point, like, I've defended this roster for a very large, long time. I can't defend this anymore. There are too many guys that have been in the league for too long that are ignoring too many things from both James Borrego and Steve Clifford at this point where I can't defend this. This team is utterly indefensible, and I just can't do it anymore. I am largely over this You're ready roster. to move on. You're ready to move I'm, on from this roster very quickly. Please, like, Please, if if Gabe Plotkin and Rick, Rick Schnall are watching or listening to this, hear my plea. Mm-hmm. Take the stick of dynamite to this team. It is over. Let's, you let's, broke let's, it. 
This team has yeah, broken I'm nada. I'm done. We we brought you on. I'm sorry for bringing you on, but uh, though it's good that you get to vent, but also we're making you relive what is clearly some trauma here. But no, it is. It's it's been something that we've been watching for a long time. Where we've been like this. This core has been together for what, like four years now, depending four on four years you, and two coaches. Yeah, and this is this is what we continue to get via a bunch of injuries. You know, just guys not being healthy at the right time. But man, it's it's been a while and it's frustrating for sure. Let's move on. Let's let's yeah. talk about some of the positives here because I, I do one of the guys that is gonna move on at some point is gonna be Terry Rogier. Yeah. And I, yeah. I do wanna shed some light on what he's doing here lately. So let's get to that coming up next on the Lockdown Hornets podcast. Terry Rogier in this role, I, I think he's been playing as well as he ever has at the point guard role. I mean, I just making so many smart decisions last night against the Heat, except for that last game, the last play of the game. But anyway, we'll give him an appreciation segment in just a moment. This episode is brought to you by Game Time. You can download the Game Time app, and it's the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. You can see the view from your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. All in prices show your total up front, so you know you're getting a great deal without hidden fees, and you can buy tickets in seconds with just two taps. They're obsessed with finding ways to help you save money on tickets. They have deals on tickets right up to the start of the event and even an hour after it starts. It's the place to find last-minute seats, find exclusive flash deals, and sponsored deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, but not just sporting events. Also concerts, comedy, theater, even more than that. With zone deals, you pick the section and game time picks the seats for an average of 18% savings. That's pretty good. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time. Download the game time app, create an account and use code lockdown NBA for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply again, create an account and redeem code L O C K E D O N NBA locked on NBA for $20 off download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed more locked on Hornets ahead. Nada, we've had a lot of criticism for Terry Rozier, the primary ball handler lead point guard. And it's never been ideal if LaMelo was to go out with an injury, which has been all too frequent here recently. You don't have a backup point guard that you really trust. You might trust Dennis Smith Jr., but really more for defense than offense. And he could facilitate, but we knew the offensive limitations that DSJ had, despite our love for him. Teo Maladone. Like probably yeah. a perfect third string point guard. Totally fine with him being your third string point guard, but probably don't want him as your backup all no. the time. No. And then if you don't have those guys and Frank Nilakina offensively, isn't going to be the answer when he comes back. <laughs> it really hurts if, him. So, if right. he comes back. Yeah. It's been a while. So now you you're once again in a situation where you have to call on Terry to be the guy that is the lead guard and you take him out of a position that he's been best at with the Hornets, which is off ball, you know, secondary mm -hmm. ball handler, just catch and shoot clutch performance type of guy. You've been taking him out of that role. All that to say, how about back to back 13 assist games for yep. Terry Rozier? How about back to back 20 point performances? This one, he scored 34 to go along with those 13 free uh, 13 uh, uh, assist games. Yeah. How about getting to the free throw line? Nada. He was five of five against Toronto. He was six of seven against Miami. So he's efficient from the field. 
Mm-hmm. He's hitting tough shots. He's hitting his three ball at least the last two games. And really outside of the one of 11 performance against Chicago, he's really been shooting the ball better than he had at the beginning of the season. And I even see him battling. I go back to that Jimmy Butler box out. Jimmy probably would have gotten the rebound anyway, but at least Terry is like trying to get below his waist and drive him to the out of bounds line. When there are other players out on the perimeter, not going for mm-hmm. the board. I just, Terry's going to be gone. He's been a guy that the team has tried to trade already and just it hasn't made sense for the other team, whoever the other party was looking to pursue him. But it's going to happen. And even with me being hard, like I, you know, I was always one that didn't like the contract. But man, I just appreciation for Terry for the last couple of seasons, really everybody else battling a lot more injuries, him getting thrust into a role that probably is not best suited for him. And he's just getting better and better. Like he's, he's making really smart decisions as a lead guard. And I can't say that even last year, like this is a this year type of thing. Like here's, did you know that Terry Rozier was averaging almost 24 and eight on the season? Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Like that's the thing. Like, and the best way to describe Terry Rozier is, you know, those stepfather shirts. I'm not the father. I'm the father who stepped up. That's (laughs) Terry Rozier. Like that's Terry Rozier right there. Like, and then everybody's like, "Amen, yes, yes, yes he did exactly." Mm-hmm. Like, and you can describe his entire Hornets career. He wasn't Kemba, but he was here. He was providing the little shred of legitimacy that this team had. And then it got like Gordon gets hurt. Terry does more. Miles gets hurt. Terry does more. Lamelo gets hurt. Terry does more. Like at some point, and, and that's that's before we even get to the fact that. He's one of the few athletes that you can make a case has fully embraced this city. Like he doesn't, he loves it here. He wants to be here. He wants to make it work here. And he's done all of this despite the fact that fans don't appreciate him because he's probably not three or four inches taller than he is. And that his defense, his defensive ability wanes, but you know what? He, he goes, he grinds. He's, one of those athletes I don't think we're going to really appreciate until he's gone. And for me, like Terry Rozier doing what he's doing right now, despite the fact that he's woefully out of position, that he's probably best as a six man on a title team. The fact oh, yeah. that he's yeah. doing all of this, quite honestly, is admirable. And he's the bright light in what has been a lost season at this point. Him and Brand Brandon Miller. Right. And watching those two do their thing has been the redeeming thing to this season because otherwise, I, I think we'd all be like, just we'd all just treat the Charlotte Hornets as like a smoke break. You don't <laughs> want to do it, but you have to in order to get through the day. So a couple of things. One, just going with the growth of Terry. You know that that's the thing for me because I my frustrations with Terry have always come from him going to the podium saying this team needs to step up defensively, actually carry (laughs) carry out the message of the coach, and then him get beaten and not play well defensively or even within his limitations. And so that was a recurring theme that was really frustrating to hear from him all the time. You know, frustrations with him, you know, being that lead guard we've talked about where it's just not his best suited role. And I'm not trying to make him out to be LaMelo. He's not that. But the last few games, man, it's just he's it feels like he has found that balance of I need the it's Terry takeover time. It's scary time and it's facilitating. There, there was a pick and roll. The first basket of the game, I think it was, I think it was pick and roll with Nick Richards 
where he waits for Nick to get position, hits him deep, delivers an accurate pass, and Nick, nice physical bucket down low to get the Hornets on the board very quickly. You're you're going with kickouts from Terry. Like, I I just don't think you've seen that kind of navigation before. I actually think we might have saw it at the beginning of last year where, okay, we're starting to see some growth, and then it, it just didn't work as you had injury after injury after injury. But it feels more consistent right now. And that's what we like to see from somebody that's helping. And when he's gone, Nada, it's probably going to be the right move for him and even for the Hornets. For the Hornets, yeah. Yeah, because you just need a new wave. It it just feels like there needs to be a refresh button hit. You keep LaMelo, you keep Brandon, and then, you know, whatever. Like Mark, you can have conversations about everybody else. But, you know, when Terry's gone, yeah. Like, actually, the other thing I wanted to mention – you, you said you feel like people don't appreciate him as much now. Do, yeah. I feel like that's turning, though, a little bit. Do you get that idea? I, I feel I, like fans I, are I, coming I, around on it. I think they're coming around, but I think I do think it's one of those Charlotte things like we're going to appreciate him while he's on his way out the door because of the vets, he's probably the more likely one to get moved because you're not going to set $30 million on fire to trade Gordon Hayward at this point. Like You're not going to br- bring in any extended money. Yeah. But – for Terry Rozier, and the other thing that I've noticed, what if Terry Rozier is the Clifford Rehab Project that DSJ was last year? Okay. Where Clifford is making Terry Rozier into a viable top six guy on a title team and putting the finishing touches because the one guy that Cliff has always been really, really enthusiastic about, no matter what, whether it was last year or even this year, has been Terry Rozier. So I think like the finishing touches of what Cliff does to a lot of these vets to make them viable elsewhere is starting to really take hold with Terry Rozier. And he's going to be a valuable member of some kind of title team while we're while we're back in the lurch looking at what could have been if this team could actually, you know, get it together. Yeah. And hit on draft picks more, you know, consistently. Like yeah. at the level, well, and you know, anyways, that's a, a different discussion. It's a whole different conversation because there's a rebuild conversation that we might have to have later this year. Yeah, it, it really, it really might happen at the end of this year. And maybe it even starts at the trade deadline. All right, let's go to one more segment coming up next on the Lockdown Hornets podcast. Bees! Bees one beam of light, Terry Rozier, to another beam of light, and Brandon Mo- and Brandon Miller, the rookie who performed well again last night. We'll get to Brandon Miller and the Jaime Jaquez battle in just a moment. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. And right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150. If your team wins, and if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, even more than that. Nada, I saw the Panthers were, I think, a three-point dog against the Falcons. Only three. It's like, okay, maybe you need to get on FanDuel for that. What do you think? No, you're putting the money on the Falcons, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm not. Okay, good, good, good. I was was about to say, if you're going to set your money on fire, (laughs) give it to me first, please. I was going to say, yeah, I might as well just take that stick of dynamite, wrap it in my three in my money that I'm going to put to FanDuel if I'm going to put it on the Panthers. Don't do that. But just saying, the Falcons, it's interesting that they're only a three-point favorite. Maybe you want to put your money on Atlanta, although Atlanta's known to screw it up, too. I don't no, know. No, 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 Make no. no. Put decision. the money on Atlanta. Safest bet in the, in the okay. league. Safe, right. Safest bet. 
All right, visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. Continue on with the NFL season that is dwindling um, down to the end of the regular season before we get to the postseason. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. One more segment to go. Locked on Hornets. Not that we had an interesting rookie battle last night. Uh, the NBA rookie ladder, if you would to, if you were to look at, it, I know Brandon Miller got to three. Yes, the rookie ladder. The hilarious. bane of Sam Farber's existence, by the oh, way. Oh, he hates it. Oh, he hates it. <laughs> he can't. Oh, well, now now he might actually like it because I think Sam. What what, what Sam will do? Big shout out to Sam, the play by play voice of the Charlotte Hornets, who might like it now that they're actually giving Brandon Miller his flowers, and he's only behind Chet and Wimby. I think As he maybe, should have been the entire year, by the way. I think he might like it now. Well, Jaime had been playing well, Asar defensively, but now when you start to look at the stats, Brandon Miller up there, you know, this is this is the right move. And now See, he's here. Can, Go ahead. Can, can I argue, like, like, first things first, we have to bring, I continually will have to bring this up. Mm-hmm. If Brandon Miller had Scoot, Scoot Henderson's start to the career, do we have any idea, like, the level DEFCON 1 panic that would be going around, not only Charlotte, but also nationally, like, oh, he MJ screwed up another pick. Oh, my God. Panic. <laughs> this team is moribund. There's no hope here. Yada, yada, yada. There's a whole bunch of unprofessionalism. Now, granted, some of that might be true. But still, there would just be a large moral drafting panic. Let's While we're out here giving flowers, let's give Michael Jordan a little bit of flowers for, but- hey, getting the pick right on the way out the door we entertained that idea though what if michael jordan's last gift to this team by meddling with personnel and nba draft decision what if his last gift to charlotte gift quote unquote was brandon miller and it actually turns out to be oh this is this is a treat it's not a trick michael actually yay he, he's the one that pointed everybody in the direction of Brandon Miller and it's working. You know, we talked about it. Clearly this podcast being of the Scoot Henderson camp before we got to the mm-hmm. NBA draft. One thing that was evident though, was that Brandon Miller at the two pick was never going to fail outright because the, yeah. the basketball IQ, the shot making, it was too good for him to fail. And Scoot Henderson did have bus stuff. Like, and we'll, we'll see, like it's 20 games in who knows. He's what. Stephon Mar- Here's the thing. If he's Stefan Marbury, that's a really good NBA point guard right now. Even oh, like yeah. if he's Stefan Marbury with a three, that's a very good potential all-star point guard. The thing with like, I don't agree with the T-Mac comparisons that Cliff likes to throw out every now and again. I think that's just his star. You know, that that's yeah. that's what Steve knows. He's going to, you know, he'll compare, you know, he'll compare people to stars that he's coached before. But you're right. Like T Mac too T-Mac is a much of a freak, dude. Like way freaky. Like, but the th- but the big thing with Brandon Miller is like, and this is the thing that I brought back up around the draft special. That shot was always going to be too good to fail. He was going to be at least be what, Chris Middleton? And he's been much more than that right now. If we're talking yeah. to, like he's a Walker, he's a strength training program, like a couple of them away from being really, really dynamic and being a star in his own right, whether or not LaMelo's here, whether whether or not Miles is here, the side and the third, he's going to be dynamic in a way that Charlotte really doesn't see. Because when you start thinking about the all-star wing or all-star caliber wings, it's Glenn Rice, it's Gerald Wallace, and it's Jay Rich, and then that's pretty much it. 
Yeah, the, so, the wings they've been short in that department, and 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 Brandon Miller, at, yeah, he's going to have a shot to to reach a lot. Like of that. he may end up being the best wing in a Charlotte uniform, Charlotte NBA uniform. That's how good this kid can be, and the stretches that he's shown. Granted, a lot of this is stre- like a lot of his negatives are strength based, and just not knowing the not knowing the league based. Once he gets a really good coach in here to help to digest these this film, he's going to be dynamic. I can't wait to see what he is next year because even though growth isn't linear, I think he's going to be on a case. He's going to be on pace to be MIP at least next year. So Brandon Miller right now, if if he, I think the next jump, you're right about the strength, which we always knew coming in. Yeah. The strength is always going to be an issue. Um, it's getting to the rim still. He's he's still, and uh, strength will take care of that. Yeah. I think I think ball handling, like he, he can he can handle it. I feel so good about his stationary handle, navigating pick and roll between the three point line and the mid range. It's when he gets within like twelve feet where those drives start to stall out. But Brandon off ball, Nada, like we this is we knew he was going to contribute yeah. this season immediately off ball, and he was going to knock down open shots. But he's been so good off ball. Like it's it's I I expected one thing for rookie to come in and hit 36, 37% from three, which would have been very good. And then, you know, maybe hit a few mid-range jumpers here and there. But he's over 40%, knocked down, clutch, not afraid of the moment whatsoever, just not scared at all. And even one thing that I really like about his game that we saw last night. Brandon will catch his defender sleeping off ball where he'll be baseline and then he'll see his guy cheating in and then just get a little too up into the paint. And then Brandon will just kind of lottie dog it in there and then he'll point up and Terry, I think it was Terry's (laughs) song. Terry saw it late. I mean, Brandon was there and he was there for a while. He He was was there there for a while while and he was like, yo, I'm here. I'm here. And then he's, he's got the, he's got the hops. Like Brandon has the, that was the thing that I like. That was the thing that I think like pretty much surprised me because I saw a lot of his games doing the day job thing. But the thing that surprised me the most about him is that like, I didn't like side to side. There is a, there's not too much wiggle, but the bounce, the bounce, the bounce is there. there. Yeah. He the can jump there. He, and he's so long too. Like it's one of those where he can already jump, but also because of his length, he's going to be able to catch that basketball high. So that that's what I like. He's just, he's smart at, diagnosing where the spots are and then the mid-range stuff it's it's what i've talked about all year long okay you can't get to the rim very well right now you're not going to hit as many shots with the basketball in your hands under the rim but the mid-range it helps you survive while bringing that thing inside the three-point line and then you know you make the right pass just make sure you kick out when you need to that's great and then so that was a fun rookie battle so brandon miller giving you 20 Jaime Jaquez also giving you 18 going to the foul line. Like he's going to be good too. And Jaime Jaquez is Gordon Hayward with a little bit more physicality, a little bit more elbows and knees. And a surprising vertical as well, by the way. Jaime Jaquez. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Very much so. So Brandon goes for, excuse me, not not 20, but he goes for 16. He's six of 14, uh, three of eight from three point range. And then you see Jaime last night. He comes off the bench and scores 18, but six of six from a free throw uh, from the free throw line. Now, let's see that. See, I guess the thing about Jaime Jaquez is that he gets a benefit. I hate to say this, but he kind of gets a Miami Heat benefit of the doubt whistle. Oh, no, he does. No, that's a good and, point. And that does kind of help what he 
want it kind of helps his game at this point because he again it's part of being part of the heat you're gonna get a benefit of the doubt that you don't necessarily get as a charlotte hornet so there's a lot of that to his game there's a lot of gordon hayward to jaime hawk has his game but at the same point like can we be real about this i like jaime hawk but if brandon miller had jaime hawk as his start we're not like we're also talking about this being a bust or or well, being think, less you know, not a bust, not bust so. but but you but but underwhelming because like you said brandon has over delivered in what he's done he's got the superstar mid-range jumper where you know not everybody's allowed to take that mid-range brandon's yeah, no, allowed he, to take that mid-range day one brandon that, is allowed to take that mid-range yes uh absolutely and so brandon's been playing well he's third on the rookie ladder he was that before where he should be might, might have a case to be two yeah take that wimby we didn't need you anyway all right that'll do it for lockdown hornets that's not edwards go catch him and listen to the ion college basketball podcast the podcast the authority on all college basketball podcasts the producer of it keeping matt norlander and gary Parrish in line also listen to me (laughs) on wfnz (laughs) you said it i'm gonna text him and say uh that you did go ahead ahead. Uh, (laughs) listen to me on wfnz every weekday from 12 to 3 p.m not we appreciate it man we'll try to bring you on for happier times but at least it's a good vent session for you at this point like when they take the stick of dynamite y'all know my number we got to call we we got we got to chop it up on we'll that have one. him on we'll have him on all right that's nada we appreciate his time we appreciate your time making us your first listen have a great day and then we'll be back with you tomorrow